Welcome to the K-Pop Cast. In this episode of K-Pop Hot Issues, we're learning about a new blockchain K-Pop thing. We're hearing about a new dance competition show and a K-Pop category at the Grammys. What? Good evening. Hello, everyone. I am your PD Nim, Michaela. Hey, everyone. I'm DJ Peter Love. And I am your global international correspondent, Stephanie. So glad to, to have you kick this uh, special <laughs> series off for us, uh, Stephanie. So, um, Michaela, um, do you want to give us the, the first news headline here? Yes. The first story is, here we are in the future news. Uh, JYP works with blockchain company to launch a K-pop-based NFT platform business. What's an NFT? Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, depends if you're a tech Peter, bro. You're... If you're not, if you're a tech bro, or how much you, how much do you spend time on uh, Clubhouse, and what what's the other stereotypical place? Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe some Reddit, some <laughs> Reddit, some Reddit yeah. forums, but <laughs> like I, I think you, you know you you're you're for NFTs if you're like if you're a follower of Elon Musk. And if you're like me, you're like, oh my god, what a pump, pump and dump scheme. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, maybe if I could try to describe it like a pedestrian term, non fungible token. It's just like a way of having a text file somewhere on the internet where it says this person owns it in a text file, and uh, having that text file like not being able to edit unless you've got special super powerful blockchain access so that's what it is and if it sounds like it's stupid (laughs) (laughs) then you're not wrong um but people have been using Mm. it to say um well on this ledger or on this like text file whatever like oh i i i have rights to this image this video this multimedia whatever um, so people have been, a lot of artists have been doing that to, to cash in a lot of people who are like famous for like being meme creators on the internet or being right, a meme right. themselves have introduced themselves as a meme as an NFT and auctioning that off. And people have sold that for like ludicrous sums of money, like millions and millions of dollars. So mm. you can imagine a lot of um, auction houses are, are, are chasing in on this trend right now. And you can also imagine why it's big for K-pop. Given the right. it was only nature. a matter of time before K-pop got linked to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I we- was thinking so. So an example, Peter, would be now I could own this picture of Sana with a finger heart and a flower crown <laughs> as yeah. an NFT. Or- I, I mean, yeah, potentially, right? Like you, you could set up your own NFT for yeah. that. Because that's where my mind goes: is how this can be applied to, like, you know, we have things like. What is it like, like photo cards and things like that? Right, right, right. Everybody. That's the idea. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and it's why earlier, who was it? Ace was actually the very first group to to jump on this a while back. So, precisely, I think for that photo card reason. But I I mean, jury's still out whether or not K pop fans are one, technically literate enough, and, and two, have the money. Uh, to, to spend on, on this much of a lump sum thing. Because I think when I hear K-pop fans sing, me. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> and, and and that's that's really who these NFTs appeal to is the the whales, so the people who got the big money. Meanwhile, the ninety nine percent of the rest of us, us plebeians, you know, you know, like we're not going to spend that much money. And it's not for us. It's really for mm. the like the one percent or less, like the zero point one percent. So mm-hmm. anyway, JYP trying to be a tech company with this. Yeah. So we've got JYP going for NFTs, SM going for AI. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know what's next. <laughs> Blockchain and AI, and then um, cloud and digital transformation, and uh, what else? Software defined as a service. <laughs> all <laughs> right, now we're going back other. in time. <laughs> yeah, maybe those are too old, but mm-hmm. yeah, things that these companies need to do to be a technology company. An internet of Things or <laughs> IoT. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's just another one of those. Yep. Okay, Peter, do you want to talk about the copyright thing? So, like, in you of- don't own me news. The publication NME uh, published an article on experts who question the ethical and copyright issues of virtual K-pop idols. So, um, I, I don't know what 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 made you decide to bring this one in, Michaela. Well, we just wrapped up uh, on Monday our K-pop. Ca- our K-pop chat, sorry, not the K-pop cast, the K-pop chat covering what AI means for the future of K-pop idols. And, you know, this headline is talking about how experts are questioning the ethical copyright predicament that having a virtual member in a K-pop group has when, you know, this member might not have the right to their own physical image or their own, I don't know, identity how is that different from today though yeah artists don't own their own image or yeah that's (laughs) that's just what i was thinking right like like when when edon moved to p nation he went from edon to don Mm -hmm. because he did not own edon cube owned edon Mm. yeah right so I mean, so may- maybe something different here is like they is that SM could produce could continue to produce music with AI generated voices of the artists. Do they talk about that possibility? Because if it's just the image, that's not really something new. Labels owning the artist's image. I, I think putting it into perspective is talking about like the digital entities themselves, like the AI, because mm-hmm. like once somebody leaves a group. They, they don't just leave behind like, you know, videos and music videos and pictures. They also leave behind possibly in the future an artificial intelligence property that is the personification of them that can be used to interact with the public. Mm-hmm. Like, would they retain the rights to that because it's yeah. technically them, but the AI mm. version of them? Right. I think it's not them. It's yeah. something totally different. Sure. But, I mean, it kind of goes along with this notion of um, should you be paid for how companies use your data? Right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's a whole movement mm-hmm. behind that. Um, right. I, I think similar concept here. Like, you're using my image and likeness that you use to train this AI model. How much did you allow to continue using it? And especially when that image post company can continue to affect me in the real world because it's it's a, another presentation, another persona of myself existing on the internet and um, and all these other forms. So 
Yeah. So Professor uh, Hagen Lee, who we've had on, on the podcast before, was also mm-hmm. quoted uh, quite a bit in the story. Nice. And we, we had out. a really great discussion on this um, on our K-pop chat, um, as, as uh, Michaela mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Some really profound thoughts and comments uh, in that in that discussion. I think the main thing that people were most afraid of was the way virtual um, idols and avatars may further condition saucing behavior in a way that um, reduces the idols themselves to very unidimensional characters. Um, and the way that we're, frankly, I, I suggested it in the chat that we're already seeing with a lot of incels on Twitch <laughs> tweeting their favorite mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. personalities that we're training a culture, a younger generation of kids that this is an acceptable way to engage with someone or develop a relationship and that this is what it is to be the sum of a complete human being, just this very reductionistic or producing content and behavior that only appeases the consumer and the fan without really considering the interests of the individual, of of the idol or the artist. So I think that's the slippery slope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if we want to stretch it with the, with this future, but um, yeah, a lot of open questions and happy to talk about this more offline. I, I my last job, I used to do a lot of work in responsible AI. So yeah, mm-hmm. let's let's move on to our next headline. Sure, sure. No, we we could go all all day on that. So everyone, make sure to Great. join our Slack and join us for our weekly K-pop chats on Twitter Spaces, where we delve into these very uh, pertinent topics Mm -hmm, and then moving on in it's butter this way news (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's been a couple of articles coming out about whether or not the grammys should add a best k-pop category nme is asking this question rather than actual k-pop fans and i would tend to agree with the the point the argument that is made in this first article um, Grammys should not add a best K-pop category. K-pop is just as good, just as relevant, popular, just as much art as whatever the Grammys think they're gatekeeping around. Like all of us K-pop fans and, and fans around the world know that. So creating a separate category, I mean, what comes to mind for me is separate. Uh, what, what is it? <clears throat> It will basically be separate and unequal, not separate and equal. Mm. Yeah. What What was the prompting for this? I don't know why journalists started asking that. It just probably turned up on Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, because the what at least one of one of the reasons, like why I because we've already with K-pop coming into to to more into Western popular culture. We've already seen examples, like like you said, of like if we're going to bring K-pop, it should just be part of it. It shouldn't be a separate thing because we've got mm-hmm. we've got like the Latin Grammys that already separates yeah. an entire culture from the actual Grammys because it's in Spanish. So we don't want this new introduction of of you know Korean and you know Greater East Asia culture to be sidelined. It should be treated as the art that it is. I would take it even separate. further and say. So that's why it's it's butter yeah. this way because. It, no, Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say because it's it's butter this way because it's like yeah it's better because we're not you know putting 
people in in their little boxes. But also, like, this is how songs like Butter and groups like BTS can actually be recognized or whatever by these groups is because they're not being sidelined as just K-pop. So the the prompting from the industry perspective to have a K-pop category is just to have a place for Butter others. Yeah, that. I mean, I think the mm-hmm. the fact that BTS keeps getting snubbed year after year uh, does raise this question: like, why do they get invited? Why are they why are they included in the conversation at all? If the Grammys have no intention of officially recognizing their talent, right? So, if you start thinking about what a compromise could be, maybe having a best K-pop category would allow them to get an award. Um, instead of being snubbed again next year. But that that feels icky to me. I think we've talked about it in previous episodes that like BTS doesn't need the Grammys. Like, right. <laughs> K-pop doesn't need the Grammys. And, right. and frankly, um, like Butter and Dynamite and these kind of songs are, I think, trying to chase after something that, that doesn't want them and doesn't feel good to me as a fan. So let's just stay in our lane, do our own thing and make the Grammys chase us when they're ready. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I wonder if there's any other legacy points of like global validation that remain. Like, was the Grammys just the the the, the benchmark, the goal, because it was this like culturally internationally recognized thing as like the peak of like artistic achievement? Is that why mm. that was yes. set? yes. Because totally. yeah, as you're saying, like we we don't have to chase after it. Like, what what should the new milestone be? Like, what what should the new goal be? You know, if it's not this, like what what does that new version of success look like? That is a great question. <laughs> what would it be like if we if we made music and art without trying to compete with each other and go for the next <laughs> circus hoop? <laughs> Well, I, I mean, like, I, I, I don't care. Like, you know, whatever it is, like, sell a million albums. Okay, great. Like, you, you know, whatever, you know, commercial popularity feat that they want, I think maybe they should spell that out and then fan up and rally Perform around that. at the Super Bowl? Ah, Super Bowl. Oh, man. Another I feel like you might of controversy. Yeah. Even more controversy with the Super Bowl. But please don't. Mm-hmm. Or I, I guess, like, maybe, maybe putting it in a different way, um, there's all these, like, Western-recognized, you know, things as be, like, the, again, a peak of artistic achievement or worldwide recognition, but mm-hmm. is there a new thing that K-pop fans could just rally around as their thing and then let the rest of the world mm-hmm. try to, like, catch up with that? Like, what, is that Mama? Is that something different i I don't know but mm, mm-hmm. i see where you're going or, or create your own thing like hive does its own i don't know awards or who yep. knows okay sorry i'm taking us off <laughs> not very that was a very abstract conversation oh, no, that's that's another one we could go on and on about it hits hits close to home for so many of us k-pop fans yep yeah and i i, I mean i don't want to invalidate the artist's dreams like if they if they want a grammy you go get that grammy <laughs> like whatever my feelings are about it if that's if that's what their goal is then you know they, they should still we should still support that goal if that's what they actually want to do but then michaela if if they start doing that they have to make all these other artistic 
political compromises to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes you have to learn the hard way. Like, they're going to always be wondering, what if I won a <laughs> Grammy? And it's like, fine, go get it. And then move on. <laughs> then you'll see that, you know, <laughs> it's you're, you didn't just make your way into heaven. Life is still the same. Yeah. I, you know, the real opportunity cost there is like, you know, imagine if we had another Bapse, right? As we were just talking mm-hmm. with our uh, Intro to K-Pop series. Yeah. Or another spring day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what we're missing out on. Instead, we're getting yeah. butter, dynamite. Like Exactly. Years are going by of the prime of their life. Exactly. It just makes me mad. <laughs> or dope. I would love to see another dope. Yeah. If, if that's what they want, right? Like, uh, I'm willing to believe that that is more authentically themselves. But, mm-hmm. okay. Next news headline. And then Michaela's going to wrap us up with the last story. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on to, I guess, another meaningless competition for (laughs) whatever. (laughs) In Unpretty Dance Star news, uh, Kong Daniel is slated to host Mnet's new dance competition, uh, Street Woman Fighter. It will feature eight female dance crews and their battle to take the champion title of street woman fighter (laughs) is this like a mashup between like street fighter and like america's best dance crew or something yeah is there a martial arts element it's from the same people that did like hit the stage and dancing night so basically i just imagine like again unpretty rap star but just like dancing instead yeah i'd watch this I'm sure there's going to be a lot of girl crush banger clingers <laughs> <laughs> featured on the show. So <laughs> it's up my alley. Yeah. You know, one of the best things. Yeah. I mean, but it is it is interesting. No, sorry. Go. So go, Peter. One of the best things that come out of Unpretty Rap Star was um, all the original songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the, the really right. great raps, which it, if you actually if you listen to interviews from uh, from the idols themselves who competed on that show, it sounds like a lot of them were actually already pre-canned. Of course. <laughs> so they were just saving for the right beat. Yeah. Um, but that being said, like, it, at least from the end consumer standpoint, like, it was still, like, really great productions mm-hmm. and products that it was really fun to um, listen to and entertain. And let's not forget, also, Jen Soyeon's raps um, mm, from Unfree Rap I knew this Star. was coming. <laughs> those, those were mm-hmm. national and, treasures. Uh, season one, giving us uh, Jesse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jesse. See, I'm pretty rap star was never the same after Jesse left. Mm. She brought like a whole different vibe to that show. Yeah, rawness, realness, unapologetic. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, yeah, but it'll be interesting to see what street woman fighter. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, because it was Kong Daniel as the host. Yeah, so of I know he's known as like a, a very like good dancer, but he's still kind of like. He's a sweetheart. He's not new, but he's like I, I. He's not like yeah. I'm I'm interested to see like what kind of vibe he gives as like a, a host to this competition of women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, are, I guess the question is like, are we hoping for more of a queendom or more of a kingdom? Whereas mm-hmm. one was like, hey, we're all in this together. You know, let's all kind of help each other <laughs> out on our growth and our journey. And then kingdom is like. Uh, who cares? <laughs> There's only one. <laughs> like, 
you know, there's only one winner. Uh, so I feel torn. Yeah. The raw competition is so entertaining. But I liked seeing the like sisterhood, brotherhood aspect as well. There should or, be like to provide another analogy. It's like um the great British uh, baking or bake off right. show versus like American <laughs> chef. Like, do you want something adversarial? Or like Gordon Ramsay's or Gordon Ram- Yeah, like where you've got Hell's like evil kitchen. editing cuts and, and stuff. Mm. Um, people shouting at each other. Fire. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. things being raw. Yeah, so, I think we have enough of those. Let's do the nice one. And I think Let's Kong Daniel is the one to do it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring that warmth. Yeah. Now that you put it that way, I think he's 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 really is kind of perfect mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. But let's see if the he's girls go bring too it hard that way. Him. Like, are they going to be supportive of each other? I know. Like, I, I would definitely watch the show if there wasn't drama. Like, if it was more like, oh, man, I yeah. tried so hard, you know, didn't hit it, whatever. But that would be fun. You know, it's like. Yeah, like a showcase style. Yeah. Showcase style and showing how each of the artists, each had a diff- very different stage, right? Or pre- mm-hmm. pre- presumably they could cast this in a way they've got like some very senior members um, yep. maybe some junior members and so be from that you can have a lot of different artists at a different stage of their professional career their 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 skill set exactly. their journey and um, seeing how much they grow and evolve over the course mm. of the series that would be really fun mm-hmm. so that concludes our hot issue episode for the second week of July let, let our listeners know where they can find you each online uh, I'm at Michaela J. K. Puff on Twitter I'm at S. Parker 2 on Twitter. I'm at DJ Peter Lowe. And you can tweet all of us at the K-Pop Cast. And if you want to get to know us better, come make some new friends in the K-Pop Cast Slack. You can find the link in the description of this episode. We've got a hot issue in Hit Replay channel. So if you have hot issues that you think we should talk about, or if you just want to talk about it with the community, you can head on over there. And last but not least, we've also got a newsletter so you can stay up to date with everything we're doing here at the K-Pop Cast. We'll have a link to that in the description of this episode. Well, that was our first hot issue episode. (laughs) I think we're going to perfect it over time. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Oh, that was fun. Yeah.